Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome. To stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys. A man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Gatz, and this is Stupidity. Here we go, Jim. Welcome in to another episode of Stupidity, the biggest podcast in the world, thanks to you. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. By doing that, you have made us the biggest podcast in the world. We're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use code STU for a special offer when you sign up. That's code STU only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Hello, Billy. Hello, Stugatz. How are you? Exciting week, huh? Draft week. Uh, it is draft week. It is uh, the Jets. Billy, I'm nervous. I got to be honest with you. The Jets have two picks inside the top 10, which means they have multiple opportunities to f*** this thing up. Well, <laughs> I was going to ask you, why are you nervous? Because you know they're probably not going to solve it in this draft. <laughs> they, they haven't solved it in any draft. So what are you saying? I should so, so I should just go into this with low expectations, and if God forbid they hit on something, just be happy about it. Is that what you're saying? Um, let me answer your question with a question. When is oh, the last time the Jets did something in the draft that you were convinced like this is it? We're fixed. Oh, fixed? No, the last draft pick I really liked 
I did not like Sam Darnold, even though Mina Kimes, our friend, was telling me to like Sam Darnold. I was right. She was, she was wrong. She was wrong about that. Yeah, yeah she was wrong. Uh, the jury's still out on Zach Wilson, even though our friend Chris Sims swears she's going to be a great quarterback. I'm not convinced yet. I was just going to say, let me ask you how you feel about that, because when Chris is on, we have to be polite with Chris. And we're like, oh, we trust you. We take your word for it. But like, yeah, I do. By the way, sometimes, though. too. So, right. No, what yes. Do you feel, what do you feel about Zach Wilson? So so I have to like, listen. There were times where I was impressed last year. There were times where, if given the time, he would step into his throws and make ridiculous throws, like crazy good throws. Um, But I'm not convinced yet. The offensive line was bad. The wide receivers weren't great. I hope they address those two things here in the offseason and uh, in the draft coming up this week. Now, Mike EA will tell you, because he's also a Jet fan, but he's not here today, uh, he thinks Zach Wilson sucks, okay? Mm. He doesn't care what, and he's told Sims that. He doesn't care what Sims has to say. But because Chris Sims studies quarterbacks in a way that no one else in our industry does, I am telling you that he does, like watches all the films, he's watched every throw Zach Wilson made at BYU, Uh, I have to trust his judgment on this. And so, where am I on it? Uh, I, I... the jury's still out. I think he'll be good, but I only think he'll be good because Chris Sims thinks he's going to be good, and that's it. That's mm, it. <laughs> that's, that's fine and dandy, but I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. Right now, there's only one person whose opinion I care about when it comes to the draft. Who's that? Todd McShay. It's a, such a great point. You're right. Todd McShay. Not Mel. Not Daniel Jeremiah, not Ian Rappaport, not, not even Chris Sims, not no. our beloved Mike Golick. It is just Todd McShay. And yeah. whoa, whoa, Billy, we're going to have Todd McShay on in wow. just a couple of minutes. I mean, what a coincidence, that. huh? It has nothing to do with the fact that he's our guest this week, that he's the only one who I think his opinion is important. Right. What, an what if Daniel? Coincidence. What if Daniel Jeremiah was our guest this week? What would you have said then? Was Todd this is, still, the only is, opi- is Todd still a guest or no? Todd is not available to us. That's oh, what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, then no one knows the draft like Daniel Jeremiah. That's <laughs> <Stupidity. laughs> I'm so proud of you, really. <laughs> Have you ever seen me look this proud in your entire life? <laughs> uh, not when it comes I'm glowing. to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get to uh, the best in the business. The only guy you want to hear from this week, because we have him, and that is Todd McShay. Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lite. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer oh my gosh folks gather around everyone gather around listen to these words the nba playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba with same game parlays live betting odds boosts and so much more don't miss out as the nba postseason winds down and if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out new customers listen to me you bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Todd, thank you for doing this, man. I know it's a busy yeah. time for you. Help the audience out. Help us out. When did you start covering the NFL draft? 1999 was the first year. I had just okay. gotten out of out of college. I graduated in 99. I went with. I got hired by Gary Horton, who started what was called at the time the War Room, and we were we were actually working for for 16 NFL teams as kind of a cross check, and then we we realized pretty quickly we couldn't make enough money to to go around, so we had to team up with the sporting news back then. And um, yeah, so night I, I started working as a, in my summer, I did an inter- internship in, in 98, and then 99 was my first year. And that was the first draft book that we, we ever put out. That's what, it was Tom Brady's year. I had him as a third round grade, said he was the most underrated player in the draft, but also went on to say that he'd be a good game manager in the NFL. So as, as much as I got it right, I blew it at the same time. Right. But, but you were uh, right for yeah. a year because that's what he was for the first couple of years, a game manager. Yeah. Yeah. I felt right. great about it. I was like, right. yeah, this is a guy, you know, my first draft doing this. And, and everyone was saying, yeah, I can't believe you wrote he's the most underrated player. But then he goes on to win as much as he did. And the last line, I, I just wish I quit it. The, the first line of it was the most underrated player in the, 20, in the 1999 draft. And everything I wrote on from there on, it was kind of hedging my bet. So I right. should have ended it at the first sentence. How does that work? Do you carry it around just to validate, like the mock draft? Do you say, hey, I told everyone Brady should have gotten the third round. How does that work? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's in here somewhere. <laughs> oh, God, I got to see it. Billy, he's got a mock draft. He's got his first mock draft with Brady in the third round. Holy wow. shit. I know. <laughs> Within arm's reach, too. He got up and he's going to get it. This is awesome. My, my yeah. question, I mean, he's looking for it right now. Mikey, hey, why couldn't he have told the Jets? I mean. Because <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't have listened. You're right. You're right. <laughs> and even if they did, they would have ruined them. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but what throw did he make in shorts on his pro day? Wow, this is a big day. Todd McShay is looking up his first mock. Yeah, I don't know if this is the one. Oh, wow. What are you looking at right now? Explain to the Is that the magazine? Yeah, this is the magazine. Okay. What was the name of it again? Sporting News. Oh, here it is. You ready? Right. Here, I'll put it up. Can you see it? Holy shit. Wow. I can't it reads, this is what I can't it reads, see right? it, but I'm pretending like I can. Yeah, that was a good job by you, Billy. <laughs> Most underrated quarterback in the draft. And then I go on and on and on and on. And then I read at the very end, has excellent demeanor, with more experience, could develop into a competent caretaker. <laughs> <laughs> you predicted it all. Yeah. yeah. Don't, be, don't beat yourself up too much there. I mean, at least you said third round. No one else did. Yeah, exactly. No, it was, so it was the um, – it was the – 2000 draft. So it was, wow. yeah, 99, I graduated. It was a 2000 draft. Sorry, I wasted your time there, but I, I had wasted our time. You made our day. Get out amazing. of here. Yes. Is there anyone you've ever been more right about that teams have gotten wrong? Like, um, like, like the evaluation you're proudest of, where you just nailed it. You know, I say probably on the flip side. Like Tebow had no chance, in my opinion. That's what I. I, I, I mean, I got in a lot of trouble that year because everyone loved Tebow, and obviously the religious component to it, and. Even my mom was mad at me, but you know, I, I raised you better. I raised you better than this. 
And uh, she wouldn't even talk to me very much at Thanksgiving that year. Seriously. She was like, Matt, her and my sister were legitimately mad at me because I was saying that he might not be a great NFL quarterback. I'm like, I, like this is what I do. This is my job. But, um, better than this. And I even, said. I'll never forget, Tim Tebow's mom came up to me on no. after pro day down in Gainesville and was like, I just want to let you know that I want to thank you and let you know that we're praying for you. You know, and I'm thanking you because you've, you've given my, I swear, you, you're given my, you've given my son so much motivation. Oh my it's God. Michelle, yeah. you were the chip on uh, Tim Tebow's shoulder. You. Yeah, yeah, I was. <laughs> I'm the reason he won that playoff game that year. That <laughs> right. oh, was wild. That was by wild. The way, by the way, so put us there. Like when, when Tebow throws that big touchdown in the playoffs to win the Broncos a game to Demarius Thomas overtime, his mom, his mom calling you and said, I told you, I told you, son. Yeah, she actually did. She did. I'm not joking. She, my mom's a lunatic football fan, so she oh my God. she was like, "That's exactly what happens to you guys." I swear, I didn't know where you're going with that. That's she so called great. me after the game. It was like I told you, you don't, you can't bet against someone who is so pure like that. And you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And then you know, it all played out. That, but even like, I'll, I'll never forget. Um, was Jimmy Clausen was another guy. Just I didn't see it at all. And right. Kuiper said he'd retire if Clausen wasn't a star in the league. Yeah. Yet I'm still dealing with Kuiper's ass every day. Uh, He's never going to retire. No, no, no. And I don't want him to. Back then I wanted him to. Now, now I love, I love having him around. Now I'm imagining Todd's mom at home making her own mock drafts, like as this whole thing is playing yes. out and then yes. calling you like, no, you're to Todd, you're totally wrong. It's not a 12. This is a 15 at best. Yeah. Just release one of hers one year. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right, mom, let's see what you got. Well, Mikey, get her on the pod. Can we do that? I mean, Cameron, would you say she'd love it? Would, would you be okay if she came on the pod before the draft and after the yeah. draft and every draft? Yeah, <laughs> that actually would be funny. Can we do uh, that? I, I need your permission to do that. Yeah, you got my permission. She'd okay. do it and she'd rip me apart. Oh, that's so great. How often does that happen where, like, you know, parents or loved ones come up to you after you evaluate their their loved one, their kid? Uh, and they question your evaluation there or they say, I told you so. You're the chip on my shoulder, you know? Uh, a lot. A lot. Does, I keep right? a list in imagine. my phone. I keep a list in my phone. No way. Trying to pull it up, too. Holy of all shit. the people who have, have really been offended, like, I'll never, like Derek Carr, I, I was kind of killing him. I, I just I had him early in the second round, which is where he wound, wound up going. Right. But he, um, but he handled it so well. You know, and there are, and, and um, I'm trying to, Russell Wilson, I, I had him in the third round, he went in the third round, but he was just so cool about it and so mature about it after I met him that I was like, you know, maybe, maybe this guy's got something that I don't know about. That's interesting. But um, who, Brady Quinn's, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but whatever. It's okay. I think it was Brady Quinn's sister. We were at the ESPYs one year at the red carpet and, and I heard someone saying my name behind me and, and apparently someone overheard her saying she want she'd love to go up and smack me in the face for what I said about her her brother. Oh Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. so you have you in the note portion of your iPhone, you have a list of people who have come up to you and said shit? Like that's crazy. That's yeah that, I do. And awesome. Yeah, I'd pay you for that list. I mean <laughs> here we go. Brady Quinn, Jimmy Clausen. Jonathan Martin, remember the offensive tackle? Of course, yeah. RG3, still to this day, is after me. Geno Smith, Daquan Bowers, A.J. McCarron, Paxton Lynch. 
Wow. Gino yeah. Smith? What does he tell you? Yeah, what, like, I mean, uh, Gino, I was right about you, by the way. Right. Like, yeah. What Gino, what's his beef? I, I guess I was a little low on him. Hey, okay, but you were right. You were right. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, years later. But this, these are all people who like, came to Bristol for for pre-draft, you know, the, the going through the car wash. Right. And so, they, you know, it would either be them or their agent that would attack me. Paxton Lynch's agent, what, oh, what's his name? Um, oh, Lee Steinberg. Yeah. Okay. He launched an assault on me. He was calling ESPN executives. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and then the, the funniest thing was, and then that Chris, like, he was calling ESPN executives saying that I, I had no business doing what I was doing, saying what I was saying. Paxton Lynch is going to be a star, guarantees he's going to be a, an early first-round pick, all this <laughs> stuff, and that I, that I should be fired, like, all this wild stuff. You know, Lee's, he, you know, he's kind of had some ups and downs in his career. Yeah, but um, but yeah, he he came after me, and then the beauty was, and I, I forwarded it to all the executives that called me and said, you know, watch out that that uh, Lee Steinberg is is really attacking you, and we're defending you, and all that. And then I got from one of his assistants an email in like November inviting me to his his uh, Christmas party. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Oh my god! Beautiful. Yeah. Which, hey, I don't know. Like your job, it's 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 an exciting job, but. Like, how many times you get stopped all the time in airports, right? People say, hey, who the yeah. Bears going to take, right? All the time, yeah. All <laughs> the time. It's like I, I need to walk around with it. I've got like, my team needs sheet. I feel right. like I need to walk around with it everywhere I go. <laughs> oh, I'm a huge Giants fan. We got two picks in the top ten, five and seven. Where are they going to go? Oh, my God. Well, it, could be, it could be Evan Neal with the first one. could be a pass rusher with the second one. Yeah, everywhere. It's fun, Oh, no, I'm certain it is. Um, when you first started out doing this with Sporting News, did you imagine the draft would turn into what it is today? Because it's crazy, man. No. No. No, I had no idea. I'll never forget the first time I got – so we were with the Sporting News for three or four years, and then ESPN came in and, and bought us out eventually. And I'll never forget getting a phone call from a producer asking me, yeah, listen, I, I wanted to get into scouting. I had a, an offer from the Browns before before we even got to ESPN. I turned it down because we were starting to make some money, and I just wanted to see it through. Sure. But um, but I always thought I was going to wind up going and working as a director of college scouting or and hopefully one day become a GM. That was my whole goal. And, and then this thing started taking off, and I was saying, like, the first time I knew that, well, maybe I'm going to do – like, I didn't know how to do TV. I remember getting nervous before doing, like, local radio calls. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I got a call saying from a producer saying, you know, we want to know if if we pit you up against Kuiper and you guys kind of debate players, would that be something you'd be willing to do? I was like, yeah, well, I'm 27 years old. I don't, you know, I've never been, I've barely been on like ESPN News for a couple hits. And then and he's like, and I was like, don't ask me. You need to ask Kuiper. He's like, yeah, we're we're kind of tiptoeing around it right now, but we wanted to make sure that you would be willing if we if we push that idea on Mel. And Mel was great about it. So when's the last time, like how recently were you offered a job in the NFL? Has it has there been an offer recently? No, not not officially. Not officially. I, you know, I, I talked to some different teams. I talked to the Jets, you know, when Joe Douglas – I went to play college with uh, Joe Douglas. Um, but he never he never officially offered me. The problem is you make a certain amount of money in, in TV and, and that's, you know, it's tough to, an NFL team isn't going to bring in a director of college scouting or something and, and pay the same amount of money. So I got to a point eventually that where teams just knew that it was, and everyone I talked to in the league is like, sure, I, I would kill this swap. 
You know, it's like the wild, wild west. They'd rather do what you're doing. They'd rather yeah. do what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like interesting. The stability that you have and, and you know, the ground, like you're not in a car for four months traveling around from school to school and going to like central Arkansas and all that stuff. Sure. Um, throw positions out the window here. By the way, if you were the Jets GM, would you have selected Zach Wilson number two overall? Yeah, I would have. Okay. And you still believe he's going to be a good, you still believe he's going to be a good quarterback? Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. I you know I worry about the durability, but I don't worry about him him getting it. You saw some flashes late in the season. Cut down on the mistakes. I talked to Joe about it at the Senior Bowl. He's he's like his confidence hasn't wavered at all. You know, like we believe in this guy. Sure. And they just know they got they got to get pieces around them. And what an opportunity! You pick at four and seven, thirty five and thirty eight. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you nail two of those picks and then you get two good starters, like solid good starters. You're talking about four starters from a draft, and then they still have a bunch of other picks too. Right. So uh, they had a really good free agency offseason. I mean, if you're a Jets fan, I know it's been miserable, Stugatz. I know you're uh, yeah. well aware that you're a Jets fan, but mm-hmm. at least there's hope. Like, it, right. like if you're the Texans right now or Carolina sitting there, like maybe we bring in Baker Mayfield right now to compete yeah. with Sam Darnold. Weird. And we don't even know if our head coach still wants to be here for a long time or if we want him to be our head coach. Like, there's some – the Jacksonville, like, the disaster that was, at least with the Jets, of like, the teams drafting in the top ten, it seems like they have the most hope moving forward. How would you use those two picks, four and seven, if you're the Jets? It's tough. you got to play the combo game of, all right, if we go – let's say let's say the first three picks are – Edge rushers, Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan, number one, going to Jacksonville. Number two, Detroit, Trayvon Walker uh, from Georgia or uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. And then if the Texans go at three with another edge rusher, then then you're sitting there at four and you have the top two offensive tackles, which I don't think is the direction they're going to go based off of some of the, the moves they made. You've got Sauce Gardner, the best cornerback in the class, six foot, uh, six foot three, long arms, explosive speed. He never let up more than 13 receiving yards in a game this past year to a receiver. Never gave up a touchdown in his career at Cincinnati. So you can bring in that corner who becomes an immediate upgrade, or do you take a wide receiver? Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State would be my pick. And you know they need a receiver. They they made that perfectly. I mean, you you know just watching as a fan. Mm -hmm. But they made it perfectly uh, transparent with their decision to go all in on Tyreek Hill and he'll Unfortunately for the Jets, picked the Dolphins, but and now you got to face them twice a year, which is like a exactly. double kick in the ass. Yeah. But but you know that they need to get a big time weapon for for Zach. So if you go wide receiver there, what's going to be available at ten? The cornerback is it Derek Stingley? Is he going to be the player in twenty nineteen, or is he going to be the player of the last two seasons who was avoiding contact and just wasn't the same guy? And or is it Jermaine Johnson, an edge rusher? I would go wide receiver and just get the guy at four. But I could certainly see them taking Sauce Gardner, and if it's not Garrett Wilson at four, then the other wide receiver you hope falls to you at 10 is Drake London, a six-foot-four, 219-pound you know, shooting forward, basically, at the, at the wide receiver position, the best in terms of contested catches in this class. So you're going line, wide receiver, in no particular order. That's that's up for the Jets. I'm going to go wide. If Personally, I think I would go Garrett if they Wilson. Go three ed- yeah, if, if the edge rushers go one, two, three, right. Yeah, one, two, three, right. right. Okay. I, would go, I would go wide receiver, Garrett Wilson at four, and then take an edge rusher like uh, Jermaine Johnson from Florida State or Derek Stingley, the corner. Why is, t- why is uh, Thibodeau falling a little bit? 
It's first of all, he is supremely talented, but he's not as like violent and dominant as you would like to see. So I, while I, I recognize the talent is there, it's maybe not, it's not so great that you can overlook the inconsistency on tape. He just doesn't play down to down. When you compare like Hutchinson doesn't have quite as much speed and explosiveness, but Hutchinson plays every down like it's the last down in football he's ever going to play. Right. And he, he's so prepared. Like I've never seen a defensive lineman making signals pre-snap based on the alignment and, and just like every single down. And then the way he, he brings, like it, he just galvanized that whole Michigan team. Like that team was normally it's a quarterback. That was all Aiden Hutchinson. Right. And so you compare those two tapes. It's like, yeah, but I kind of, I want that guy that I know is going to show up for 60, 65 plays a game versus Thibodeau's, you know, like just little things, like telling everyone he's going to work out at the combine and then he decides not to do the, the position drills. Saying at the, I think it was at the combine where he said that, you know, he, he kind of view or patterns his game after Jadavian Clowney. Clowney had the same issues coming out of South Carolina. Like, does he love the game? Is he going to play every snap? And then there's, you know, talking so much about broadcasting and other things he wants to do, which is great. I don't mind that at all. But am I getting a guy who's going to be completely focused? And we're saying all this stuff, and he legitimately could be the number two overall pick to Detroit. Crazy. So it's it's kind of you know it, it it could be a fall to maybe seven, but but I think it's only a kind of big news because we talked about him coming out of high school. Could be the first overall pick when when the draft came up, and then even coming into this year. So I think it's more like a media shock than it is reality for NFL teams. The last time I heard it's a bad quarterback draft was, I think, back in 2017, and Mahomes ended up going there, and and I think Deshaun Watson ended up going in that draft as well. They were like 10, right. 12, somewhere in that range. Um, that position is crazy because I hear this is a bad quarterback draft, but I also think there's a lot of guesswork being done with quarterbacks, right? Like, it took you meeting Russell Wilson to realize kind of what Russell Wilson is all about. Like, you don't get to meet these guys, spend time with these guys. You're far more informed than any of us are, obviously, but I feel like we're guessing. And, and the only reason I bring this up is, for all we know, Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, uh, Matt Corral, they could be great quarterbacks. We have no idea, Todd. It could end up being a great yeah. quarterback draft, you know? Yeah, you, you do never know. I mean, Malik Willis is the most intriguing because if I told you, all right, I've got a guy who's got the best arm of any quarterback in the class, right? and you can throw him into the league right away, and I think he's the third most dangerous runner in the NFL at that position, behind Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. Wow. You say, all right, that's, like, that's a hell of a jumping off point. Yes. So now we've got to coach him up, and we've got to bring him along. He spent two years at Liberty, you know, and Hugh Freeze is all quite kind of a quarterback-friendly offense. He and you said this to me when we talked at the senior bowl. Like Malik doesn't know what he doesn't know, but that doesn't mean he can't learn it and can't, you know, grasp it. It's just going to take some time. So, more so than, and it's the case for all quarterbacks, but more so than any of them, it matters where Malik goes and what the support system is. Now I'm talking about like developing him mentally and, and getting him to the point where he needs to be. Because if you have the right people around him and getting a backup quarterback that's a veteran that is willing to work with him and teach him, you know, day in and day out. He's got a chance to be a star. Kenny Pickett's got a chance to be Kirk Cousins at, like, at best, you know, and Kirk Cousins has had a really good career and is a Not big bad. quarterback. Yeah. But, but, you know, you're looking for that next level. Then after that, Desmond Ritter's really intriguing because he's a four-year starter. He's a proven winner. 
you know, but he, he just like the incons- inconsistency with his game. It's frustrating at times. It's like 70% of his tape. I really like, but then there's 30% where I'm like, what, like, what is he doing there? Or like, how did he miss that throw that I've seen him hit 10 other times, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but you talk to guys in the league and they're like, you know, we, we left that Desmond Ritter meeting and we were like all looking at each other. Like, wow, this guy loves football. He's committed. He understands what we're looking for. Like he's got a maturity level about him. He's been through a lot in his life. He's overcome it. So there's, there's a lot of things there with Ritter. I, I think Ritter will be the third quarterback off the board. And again, if he gets in the right situation, has a little time to learn and, and then, you know, steps into a starting job with something around him, he's got a chance to surprise and maybe be the, the best or the second best quarterback in this class. All right, going to get you out of here in a second. If Pickett, if his upside is Kirk Cousins, what's Willis's upside? Like, who can he be? Oh, jeez. Like, are you talking about Kuyper said Michael Vick. Really? Wow. I mean, that's... Kuyper said Vick. I, I think he could be as good... Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to... Like, I think he could be in the same range. I'm not saying as good as, but in the same range as Lamar Jackson. Jesus Christ. Because I would argue it's an he's a more he's a he's a better not not more developed, but he's a better passer than Lamar was coming out of Louisville. He's an outstanding Malik's an outstanding athlete. I already told you, I think he's gonna be could be the third best running threat in the league coming in. But there's only one Lamar when it comes to you know running and escapability and, and creating. So but I think somewhere in that neighborhood he could be. But you remember Baltimore, like, he didn't play well his first year. They struggled in big spots. They didn't, they didn't play well in the playoffs early on. Like, there's been ups and downs with Lamar. And I think Malik could have a similar kind of projection in terms of what he can be in the league. But, um, but yeah, it, it, so much of it has – Lamar was experienced, played in big games against big programs, and just knew the position and came from an offense that was more pro style. And he knew what he was getting into in the league. I don't think Malik knows what he's getting into in the league. I think it's going to be a point of, it's going to blow his mind year one. That's why you really got to develop him the right way and, and be patient with him. Uh, ten years from now, if we're talking, who who are we talking about in terms of the best player in this draft? It is it's who. Oof. I think Kyle Hamilton is a damn good football player, the safety from Notre Dame. I think I think. Garrett Wilson, we're going to be talking about, is is an elite wide receiver in the league. Like I, I wouldn't let him get get past me if I, if I were the Jets. But I think Sauce Gardner, Derek Stingley. I'm telling you, man, That's if you just gave me his 2019 tape at LSU when he was a true freshman corner on that national championship, incredible. Team, yeah, and I didn't and I didn't know about the Liz Frank injury and and watch the tape from the last two years. If you just gave me that tape. I'd be like, yeah, he he might be he's gonna be the best defensive player in this in this entire class. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. By the way, where did Kuiper have Brady? Just out of curiosity. I asked him. I asked him on air because he yeah. he went back and did the whole pat on his back thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And I said, What what round did you hit what, what what round did you have him in, Kuiper? I, I want to know because like the ESPN was congratulating him, you know, 25 years of being the draft analyst. He had Tom Brady so high and all the good things he said. <laughs> I was like, what round did you have? He's like, I'm he got drafted in the sixth round, McShay. What does it matter? I was like, okay, all right. All right, quick game. We get you out of here. It's called McShay or McNay, okay? <laughs> it's a all right. game. You in? Okay, here we go. Why Drafting not? a running back in the first round, McShay or McNay? McNay for the vast majority. Every once in a while, there's a guy that I would, I would break the rule for, but McNay. All right, drafting a guard top 10, McShay or McNay? McNay. 
McNay. Okay. Mel Kuyper, McShay or McNay? McShay. Okay. You love Mel. Yeah, I love him. I love How can him. you not? How can I you mean, not? I want, you watch him on Even before I met him, I was like, this guy's a pompous ass. <laughs> he's got all the answers, right? Like, he just, yes. he just gives off that, always staring at that, like, eagle, like, hawk luck going with his glasses and always, like, nah, and bouncing around. But I get to know, like, like his wife calls and checks in on me. Like, his, you know, like, he's just, he's a good dude. He just doesn't – it doesn't show up on TV all the time. <laughs> uh, people who do mock drafts uh, for next year's draft, right when this year's draft is done. <laughs> McShay or McNay? McNay. And I – it's him. <laughs> I know. He has to do it. McNay me. I McNay me. I'm telling you. So it came down to like I literally had to make it a career – you know how ESPN is. You guys were there for a long time. Yeah. Or long enough, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> it was an eight-year run, Todd. I mean, yeah, it was a hell of a run, man. A hell of a run. You got big, bigger and better things. Yeah. Um, no, but I remember the, I had to make a decision. You're either going to grade the drafts, you know, which I think is the most ridiculous exercise in the world. Like 32 teams just picked, and I'm going to put an A or a B or give a team a D draft. after they just spent 15 grade, months and like seven scouts around the country and their families all invested. I'm like, yeah, that's a D. Yeah, like no, I'm not doing that. They're like, all right, well, then you need – because we need, a like, a big piece for online right after the draft to kind of carry the momentum over. Right. And so you got to do the way-too-early mock draft. So I, it was the lesser <laughs> of two evils, and I'm still stuck. I do love draft grade, Billy. Yeah, I am too, so with God. you. Especially when McShay gives your team an A. There's nothing like it. It's oh, the greatest draft feeling night ever. Grade you'll you'll never see me give a grade. <laughs> the best part about it is you've also got to pick where these teams are going to finish. Like, where did you have the Bengals – like after last draft that they took Jamar Chase. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're probably picking in the top 10 again. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, oh, I, I make sure I like the, the, the stats and info guys put together a projection that I just work in reverse order. I don't, I don't pick who the, you know, where teams are picking. That's the other thing. No one reads that like initial blurb, but just the very first sentence of the way too early mock is always, just so you know, I did not choose where your team's picking. I'm just going off of these rankings in reverse. And then yeah, the I first thousand comments I get after, I can't believe you think the Jets are going to be picking in the top five again. <laughs> Why would anyone be shocked by that? So weird. Yeah, that was never for me or you, Stu. <laughs> Ever, never. Uh, catch up on steak, McShay or McNay? McNay. That way, yeah. I almost Bernays sauce. Yeah. <laughs> yes, very good. Or nothing. I mean, that's or nothing. Fun. Yeah, if it's right. good enough. Exactly. Eating food off the floor, McShay or McNay? It depends on what it is and what the floor is, but mostly McNay. Like I'll just get another piece of something, unless it's like I gotta have it. I got you. Uh, peeing in the pool, McShay or McNay? McShay, sorry. Uh, that a boy. What do you mean? What are you yeah. sorry about? Don't you dare apologize for that. Yeah, it's just, no, it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, is there that. anything? I mean, outside of stepping in the shower, is there any moment in life that begs taking a, a good piss than, well, than when you jump in the pool? Like it's within thirty seconds every time. Yes, it's a big toilet. I mean, <laughs> that's what it yeah. is. Uh, which that was my next one, but you already answered it. Peeing in the shower, McShay. Okay. Oh, McShay, McShay every day. Uh, pineapple on pizza, McShay or McNay? McNay. Get that get that stuff out of here. <laughs> Picking your nose, McShay or McNay? McNay, for the most part. Uh, yeah, good, right, but every now, and, every now and then yeah, you got to pick it. No, it's perfect, right? <laughs> and then you got to uh, clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> Plant-based meat, McShay or McNay? Plant-based, what is that? Like, 
You know, like those fake burgers. That's McNair. No. Yeah, McNair. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> All right, get out of here. You were fantastic. We, we're giving you a draft parade. I give you an A+. plus. How about that? <laughs> Love you guys. Keep up, keep up the good work. I'll All talk right, to we, you soon. We appreciate you. We know you're busy, and uh, thank you for doing this, man. All right, see you, fellas. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. McShay showed us his original mock. Can you believe that? Like he went back to the like he went into the back of his office, pulled out a magazine, and showed us that he had Brady going in the second or third round in his original mock. I like a number of things about that. One that yeah. I feel like is a piece of like American history that should be up in a museum somewhere. Like you know, with the like famous yes. TV you know items or whatever. Like this is a famous chair from this show or whatever. I feel right. like that should be in there. Also. Like Wait, what it. Hall of Fame is this? But what Hall of Fame is this? This is like, I like where you're headed here, but what kind of Hall of Fame is this? No, this is like a thing, like uh, like American History Museum or whatever, like Washington oh, okay. has like right. a pop culture okay. wing. I okay. it's American History. I don't know. Whatever. Right. But I'm trying I, to think about the chair in sports that I would put into that Hall of Fame. Like if there's an actual chair, the chair that Bobby Knight threw across the floor. That's the one I was going to say. I was yeah. going to say the Bobby Knight chair has to be the chair that goes in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, you were saying. So I like that. Uh, I like that Todd's big brag about it is I had Brady in the third round. It's like that's still a steal. Like if you said, <laughs> looking back at Brady in the third round, anyone would take that. Like, it's so the you biggest. Were, you were half right, but yeah. It's the biggest steal in the history of the NFL. But give McShay credit because he thought Brady was going to be a lot better than most people thought. No, and I like that he still seems to ask Kuiper about it, and Kuiper refuses to tell him where he had Brady. Which I feel like if we wanted to, we could probably. <laughs> look up but it seems like mel's ashamed can you try to look it up right i'm gonna now? see, see if I mel's, mel's mock draft for brady look up mel's mock draft 1999 or whatever right but that's why we had todd on and not mel i mean todd's the best in the business i mean obviously duh. obviously yeah duh. yes i mean a guy at brady second third rounds i can't yeah. believe by the way i feel like i should just pull out like i like hey here's my original mock draft from you know 2002 and just act like i got everyone right you know like <sighs> anyone could do that but i guess todd's were published so. i found from february 16th 2000 mel kuyper's mock draft but it's only yeah. the first round who did he have? Just out of, let's match it up real quick. What what draft is this? This is the 2000 NFL draft, and this is a mock draft. All right, so I'm gonna get the actual draft, and you read. Me. <laughs> you oh wow! Read me. Okay. Well, now now this was from February, so I don't know which version of the mock draft this was. 
Okay, so February usually for Mel is right around where he does Mach 4.0. Yeah, but this was was early. This was in 2000, so I don't know if at that time he was. I know, but we are, but we are, we are getting closer to the draft. Meaning it was done in February, and the draft is in is in May. So Mel, let's just pretend this is it. Yeah, let's let's just pretend pretend this is the final one. Okay, so who did Mel? The Browns selected first that year. Who did Mel have uh, going to the Cleveland Browns? He had them taking Courtney Brown out of Penn State. That's who they took. All right, so good job by the Mel. Uh, Washington was uh, second. Uh, yeah. Who did Mel have them taking? LeVar Arrington. They took LeVar Arrington. How about that? Wow. Uh, yeah, both of them were just... Eh. Uh, number three, I mean, Arrington was okay. Courtney Brown was pretty good. Uh, number three was Peter also... Warwick. Okay, so he had them taking Chris Samuels. Uh, the, the, I'm sorry, Washington took Chris Samuels. They had the second and third pick in that draft. Yeah, they should have done better. They took LeVar Arrington and Chris Samuels. Yes, they should have done better. Uh, And then the Bengals took Peter Warwick. Oh, so see, he had that flip-flopped. He had the Bengals taking Chris Samuels. Okay, what a shitty draft this was. I feel like we don't need to go through all of the picks on this. The next, uh, he had Baltimore taking Plaxico Burris, and then he had Philadelphia taking Bubba Franks. And then after that, oh, wait, at 10, he had the Broncos taking Erlacher. Erlacher, Erlacher went nine to the Bears. Um, yeah. He had the 49ers just, taking Chad Pennington at 12. The, he went to the Jets at 18. Uh, he was right oh. on that one, by the way. Yeah. I mean, Pennington won an MVP and was a pretty good quarterback. Yeah. Uh, pretty good. Not great, but just yeah. a pretty good quarterback. How did we end uh, up here? Why are we doing this? No, I, I don't know. Because, you know, it's Are you going to be happy with anyone that the Jets take? Well, well, well Billy, right. hold on. What I'm telling you is, yes, Washington that year should have done better. They had the second and third pick of the draft. But I am also now looking at the first round of the draft. I don't, I'm not certain they could have done better. Yeah. It was a terrible, terrible draft, man. Yeah. Holy bleep, was it not... Oh, my God. I'm looking for the two best players out of that draft. Of course, the Jets took a tight end at 27, Anthony Beck. Oh, God, what a terrible draft it was. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible draft. But Brady was there. I mean, (laughs) Brady was there. Brady. (laughs) Tom Brady was there. I guess Washington could have had a good draft. They could have taken Brady and somebody else. Uh, What were you asking me, Bill? I'm sorry. I don't know. Oh, so you're you're gonna be, some, yeah. yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be unhappy with whoever they take, probably, right? I'm, it's not that I'm gonna. There, there are certain guys that I would like, like I would. I just want a wide receiver, and I want the best tackle in the draft, someone who could protect Zach Wilson. Billy, the reason I'm kind of indifferent on this draft is none of it matters. Mm. If Zach Wilson is good, we're gonna be good. If Zach Wilson's not good, then we have to start over for the one thousandth time yeah. in the last twenty years. And so it's it's really it has less to do with this draft than it has to do with the guy they drafted last year. Make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess. Yeah, kind of. I that guess. sucks. You're just like in a holding pattern, huh? I've been in a holding pattern for 40 years, Bill. <laughs> like, that's that's uh, that's life as a Jet fan. Uh, we have a DraftKings promotion going on right now. Huh? We started to promote it on Friday with our God Bless Football special with Golick and Chris Sims. But we have a, uh, a nice little special for the listeners here, right? That's little DraftKings promotion. They can gamble on the draft on things I said. That's right, Stugatz. There is a God Bless Football prediction pool presented by Ufos. Nice. Feel the ooh. Which, you love way, Ufos. Oh my I ha- god! I haven't taken off my Ufos for like two weeks. So I got to tell you, the key to Ufos. I played golf uh, yesterday, and I could not get home. So I have the slot. I have I have three sets of Ufos, right? Mm-hmm. I have the sneakers that I think you were wearing those uh, today, actually. Yeah. And I have two pairs of slides they sent me. I love the camouflage slides. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
But when they say feel the ooh, I'm telling you, after 18 holes of golf, I was out on the course for four and a half hours. I sprinted home, Billy. And by sprinted, I uh, I drove my golf cart home. Yeah. And I sprinted into the house. And by sprinted, I kind of walked very quickly into the house. Yeah. And I ran straight, not for water, not for Gatorade, not for the bathroom, straight to the UFOs, okay? Mm-hmm. To the slip-on camouflage UFOs that they sent me. And I got to tell you, when they say feel the ooh, you will not understand what that means until you actually put those things on after standing on your feet for five hours. Okay? Yeah. How about that? Yeah. They're fantastic. Anyway, yeah. it's presented by UFOS.com. So, yeah, UFOS is uh, is pre- is presenting this uh, Godless Football Prediction Pool that you can take part in. If you want to, go to DraftKings.com slash God. <coughs> Hold up. You okay? You get choked up when you talk about UFOS. I know. I think I swallowed a fly. <laughs> The flies are everywhere. I mean, yeah, you can't get I rid mean, of them. Flies, fly populations way up. Anyways, <clears throat> go to DraftKings.com slash football. You can play for free at a shot at $5,000 in total prizes. The pool closes on Thursday draft day before the first round. And basically what you are doing is you are predicting what the answers to the questions will be. And the questions are based solely on things that happen in last week's episode of God Bless Football. So you can go back. And you can check out that episode if you want to listen to it live, or you can just go to DraftKings.com slash football, and then it, it'll basically say, like, Stugatz thinks this is going to happen. Is he going to be right? Is he going to be wrong? So, I mean, we'd like it if you'd listen to the episode, but you don't have to to participate and possibly win $5,000 in total prizes. Well, 5000 huh? That's a big yeah. prize pool. I realize yeah. that's not the proper way to sell this. We should be encouraging people to go listen, but I'm going to I'm gonna be honest. But a lot of people guys. listen to that episode, right? Yeah. No, a lot of people. But still, if you want to get ready for the draft, it's kind of, it's evergreen. So it's not like we're discussing the draft. So Golik and Sims' opinions have not changed from the time we did that till right now. And so if you'd like to go listen to that, please do. But yes, Billy, you should not be telling people not to listen. Yeah, right? please do. But you don't have to if you want to participate in the <laughs> pool anyways. You know what I mean? But, but yeah. listen, here's the thing. If they're hearing this, right now Stugatz they listened all the way through Stupidity and they heard McShay as well so if you're hearing this I believe in your commitment to listen to whatever it is that we put out not whatever like I shouldn't say that we're putting out shit content just for you to listen to but I believe that you're listening to us if you're listening right now and you hear DraftKings.com slash God bless football and if you're also listening now I'm going to give you guys a little secret a little secret that just me and Stugatz know wow you're going to give a secret, huh? That's what, know. everybody? Are you listening? Uh, I thought this, this was, I, Billy, I thought this was between me and you. I mean, I know, I mean, but I want to reward the people that are listening now. Okay, fine. Listeners, there will be another episode this week where we will talk to people who will be drafted in the NFL draft. And then there will probably be another episode. In fact, I know there will be another episode because it's sponsored where we will be recapping the first round of the NFL draft on Friday. So you get two more episodes this week. How about that? Ooh. Feel it. Ufos. <laughs> so we have two more shows to do? Yeah, sorry. Jesus bad, news, bad news for you, but good news for the listeners if they want to hear more of us. If not, if they, bad news for them too, yeah. If, if they made it this far. If they, <laughs> ma- if they made it this far, that's news to them. If you made it this far, <laughs> you heard Billy promote a contest in a very clunky way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I, ch- I also I had, I had like a coughing fit and I was choking on, I think, a bug. But yeah. if you're listening to this, another secret, I probably edited that portion out. So <laughs> you wouldn't have known keep, that happened, but now you'll keep, know. Keep it all in, except for uh, when we compare Mel's, the actual 2000 draft, to Mel's mock 2000 draft. Okay? Probably the worst thing that we did on this episode. <laughs> but keep it in, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay.
<laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So that is the uh, that is the pool. Uh, so, Billy, just so we're clear, it's not on things that Todd McShay said during this episode. No. It's on things that me and Mike Golick said on Friday's episode of God Bless Football. I don't want right. to confuse people. No, okay. that's absolutely right. But when okay. you go to DraftKings.com slash God Bless Football, it's pretty clear. Like, the questions are pretty pretty clear like Stu Gutz thinks this will happen is this going to happen so you ju- just go to DraftKings.com slash God bless football play for free you can win a, ch- a chance at $5,000 in prizes okay like enough all right just do it already or don't do it whatever leave me alone <laughs> these listeners huh I love them but, but no one's listening right now it's just me and you and no one's complaining I mean why, I why are you complaints. yelling at them I feel, I feel the complaints I'm telling you right now I feel it Okay. We haven't released the episode yet. At the time we are sitting here, we have not released this episode, and yet you're feeling the pain. You're feeling yeah. their fury, right? Do you think? Do you think I'm ineligible for this this promotion? Because I'm going in, yes. and I want to. Really? Hmm, yeah. That's unfortunate. I, uh, I don't know. How does that work? How does that work for us? Are we allowed to? Uh, I'm I don't prob- know. I'm probably ineligible. I mean, what did Golik say? I think he said over three quarterbacks in the first round, right? Uh, yeah, I think that it is. I think it's Wait. will four more quarterbacks be drafted in the NFL draft because okay. then we get the three or four. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Uh, you, f- you feeling okay? Everything all right? I mean. <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it's draft week. You know, I'm nervous. I have a nervous energy about me. Why? What are you nervous about? What the Dolphins are going to do? Or I want to see. I want to see how many you get right in mock draft 1.0. <laughs> you know? That's all you care about. Right? I'm nervous. I'm nervous. So 20 it. years from now, when some guy, some young kid, is interviewing a dinosaur, me, I could pull out my original mock and be like, yes. "Look, I got it right." You know what? Like McShay just did to us. You need to. You need to print it out and put it on a folder, and then just put it on the bookshelf behind you, so that you I'm can gonna, just you could just bring it out whenever someone says. I'm going to do that, but do you mind if I do it once the draft is over? <laughs> I, no, I was telling you, like, in the last week's oh, episode of God Bless Secrets. Football, if you listen yeah. to that, yeah. that that when we do the recap episode this week, when Kolek's not listening to this, so we can do this again. But Itch. what you need to do is you need to re, you need to do a mock draft of round one, but mock draft 2.0, and then have, like, 80% of them right. Like, the first six have to be right, and then seven has to be wrong. And then okay. Kolek will lose his mind, yeah. Will you back me up though and say, I "Of course, one hundred percent"? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why I love you, Bill. And then if he questions, and then if he questions you, just say, "Like, well, that's what they should have done." You know what I mean? Right, right. That's what they should have done. No, but I, I, he won't question me because you'll be backing me up. But he doesn't trust you either. That's the problem. It does, that doesn't matter, so guys. You know what I've learned? You can't lose an argument until you have given in on the fact that you've lost an argument. Because you could just keep arguing until the end of time, and it doesn't matter. Right. You, you, there's no losing until you quit an argument. So just keep going with it. You know. That yeah, no one does it better than you. <laughs> a life lesson for Billy Gill and a couple of secrets on the back end. If you made it this far, congratulations. Stupidity. Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lite. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash 
do, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.